Today's Hilton Seminary resource is brought to you by Aware3. At Aware3, their goal is to help your church build connections using mobile technology. They help you extend church beyond Sunday mornings by putting it in the palm of everyone's hand. Learn more about how a custom mobile app can help you improve engagement, communication, and generosity at www.aware3.com. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Well, happy Thursday, everybody. It's Rich Birch from the Unseminary Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're celebrating today. And I know what you're saying. Well, what are we celebrating? Hard to believe, but the Unseminary Podcast podcast is is three years old this month. Uh, we're celebrating over 180 different episodes, interviews with church leaders, uh, really who are doing some pretty amazing things. And I am just so glad that you've decided uh, to tune in. And we're doing something special all month. We're doing this really cool thing where we are interviewing uh, leaders from around the world. See, most of our interviews have been with leaders from uh, the States because, you know, 95 or more percent of the people who listen in, the thousands, you know, about 5,000 uh, listeners a week uh, listen into this and the vast majority of them are from the states but what i want to do is take an entire month where we learn from leaders around the world in contexts that really are maybe more adverse to the gospel than our part of the world and uh, learn from them about you know the ministry that's happening uh, in their part of the world and really ask them to help us apply those lessons to our church and today uh, is no exception we're starting with ken costa he is the chairman of uh, alpha it's an amazing organization from the uk that that's really been doing some amazing work around the world. Uh, and actually, we're going to be doing two episodes a week starting on Monday. Uh, we've got an incredible leader from Japan that you're going to want to tune in for and hear about what it's like to reach that part of the world. Why are we doing this? Because we're getting ready for the launch of my very first book, which comes out on November 1st. It's called Unreasonable Churches. Ten churches who zagged while others zigged and saw impact because of it. I want to see your church reach more people than you've ever reached before. And so we're putting together this series of podcasts and the book uh, really to celebrate uh, you and to celebrate the things that we're hoping will happen in your church. So please tune in all month. Tell your friends about this special podcast series. And then also go to unseminary.com forward slash unreasonable to get on the wait list. We will be talking about the book all month, uh, but I want you to join a special wait list where well, those will be the people that will find out you know the most up-to-date information and we'll find out first uh, when we're launching the book so you can do that by simply just going to unseminary.com forward slash unreasonable well I hope you enjoy today's interview uh, it's going to be amazing it's with Ken Costa Ken is an incredible leader uh, who literally has had a global influence through his organization Alpha uh, you're going to hear a lot more about Alpha and the amazing work that they're doing uh, but let's uh, listen in and, and listen closely for what you could apply to your church about what it would mean to reach your community. Thank you so much for being a part of the Unseminary uh, community over these last three years, and I look forward uh, to the next three years and what that uh, will have in store. Thanks for joining us for this special anniversary month. This is the Unseminary Podcast, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. 
Uh, we've got Ken Costa with us. He's the chairman of Alpha International, uh, was an international banker, has done a lot in his life, and I'm just really excited to have, it's always nice to have somebody from across the pond. Uh, so Ken, welcome to, uh, welcome to the show. Very, very good to uh, to be able to talk to you and to talk to all the people that are listening to your podcast, even if I have a, a slightly odd Downton Abbey accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I have this running joke that I like to do when I meet, meet folks from the UK. I'll say, you know, your accent, it's, it's a... Is what part of Texas are you from? And <laughs> and you would be amazed over the years the uh, the reactions I get to that. You know, a little bit of a uh, a shock. Uh, but anyway, so why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, Ken? Sure. Give us a sense of your story. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, thank you so much. So, I grew up in South Africa. Grew up in the in in the horrible years when the apartheid system was was really still going there. Really, uh, everything within me as a young student rebelled against the sort of injustice of it all. Mm. Uh, left South Africa with not really any sort of any degree of faith. Came over to England, came to Cambridge University. Um, faith came alive. Began to see that, you know, there is a, a real sense of a God who cares for justice, which mm. makes a difference to one's life. And I thought, I, you know, I want to make a difference. So I read law and theology uh, at uh, Cambridge University, I read theology because I just wanted to see whether the enthusiasm with which one sort of took on the faith was actually had any kind of rational basis. Hmm. And I realized then that you know, if, if theology isn't something to do with a practical life of an ordinary person, it's of no use at all. And so I, I then went into what we call the City of London, which is the finance district of, of London. Had been there for 40 years, mm -hmm. still there. Mm -hmm. uh, became chairman of two major financial institutions. Um, and at the same time, uh, was very active in Holy Trinity Church, which is the largest Anglican church in the UK, mm -hmm. uh, preaching there, writing, um, and um, also just taken on being dean of the leadership college london mm. which is m there to try to help young christians particularly in their 20s and 30s <laughs> to make sense of the workplace mm. so that they are not constantly only at the mercy of what they might hear on a sunday wonderful as that may be <laughs> right. um, but it does it does need you, you need some extra tools, mm. particularly in the stress stressful workplace that that there is at the moment. So, <laughs> you know, I've got a little mantra which says, "My workstation is my worship station." Mm. And when we learn that these things run together, that's that's great. So, mm -hmm. my lovely wife, uh, who has just completed a PhD in the study of the effects of music on older people, mm. fortunately, I'm not uh, I'm not a candidate yet. <laughs> And four children, and we live in London. Nice, very good. Well, I, I really appreciate that. One of the things I, um, you know, tried to encourage people over the years. I actually, came, I was in the marketplace for a little bit when I before I, you know, jumped into, uh, you know, vocational ministry. And you know, I've always tried to encourage people over the years. If you if you read scripture, it seems like God is more at work in reaching people in the marketplace than He is in holy places. If you look throughout scripture, God is calls people when they're in their day jobs, whether they're you know out working in in a field and there's a burning bush, or whether they're fishermen. And, you know, Jesus is calling them or even if they're tax collectors, it seems like God pursues people in the marketplace. And I think sometimes we can, um, you know, we can forget that. Um, I think that's absolutely right. And the fact of the matter is, if we want to see a revival, 
which we all long for, mm -hmm. uh, of, uh, of faith in Jesus Christ growing, it will be because ordinary men and women in their workplaces become the evangelists mm, for the nations. It can't be done by the pastors, much right. as we love the pastors. Very true. Uh, and they themselves agree. So uh, right. uh, it's, it's a good thing. And I always tease my pastor friends with one little thing, which is, you know, Jesus turned up. You would have expected him at least to have one, if not two, rabbis. Right, religious leaders amongst True. twelve, he didn't. Mm, that's a good point. Every single one of them was came from the workplace. So yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's some hidden message. <laughs> absolutely. Well, we've been you know taking time out to kind of hear about the spiritual climate of various countries. I wonder if you can kind of give us the sense, help us understand kind of the spiritual climate of of England of of, of the UK. Well, that is unfortunately depressing, and I wouldn't want to depress you. Um, <laughs> In the last month, for the first time ever, I mean, you know, for what, over a thousand years, mm -hmm. uh, those who regard themselves as having into the census as saying that their religious affiliation is none, mm -hmm. the nuns as we call it, mm -hmm. exceed those who would identify themselves as Christian. Hmm. That's profoundly serious. Mm -hmm. um, and it is it's a trend that we've noticed over the years. And it's one that, uh, personally, I think we need to address very seriously, particularly to a young generation mm -hmm. uh, and trying to make sense of, you know, what the gospel is to a modern generation. Mm -hmm. Now, what you've obviously seen that, that trend happen over a number of years. We see that happening on this side of the pond uh, as well. Um, what have been some of the signposts that you've kind of seen, you know, the evidence of that? Obviously, there's ultimately the statistical reality of that, but what are some of the, the ways that's working its way out in, in your culture? Well, the weird thing is the continued desire for understanding spirituality and spiritual truth mm -hmm. that is undiminished mm -hmm. uh, we've seen greater investment by people into um, uh, ethical investments mm -hmm. we've seen an increase of of those wanting to join political causes with a small p that mm -hmm. may be related to the environment mm -hmm. uh, or to justice uh, as it may be, um, but we've seen a decline in those wanting to become involved in, in a church because the whole understanding of a church has got a negative view, sadly, uh, which one of the things that we're trying to do in Alpha through the new Alpha film series is to reach to that generation and to create the sort of reality of what true life in Jesus Christ really is. Absolutely. And this is probably a great way to kind of pivot. What is it that, um, you know, Alpha is, first of all, for folks that don't know Alpha, which I, which is always a surprise when I bump into leaders that haven't heard of Alpha, um, you know, why don't you give us a description of Alpha? And then maybe can you give us a sense of how God is using Alpha in, in the UK uh, to see people take steps closer to him? Sure. So Alpha is basically a 10-week course, an introduction to the Christian faith, which was developed by a great friend of mine called Nicky Gumbel. Mm -hmm. uh, and it has a simple format. It is recognized, particularly in a postmodern and millennial generation, people like to come together. Mm. They like to have a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. So they come together and we have a meal together, which is a crucial part of it. Mm -hmm. Then a very short uh, introduction to one of the key themes, 
of of the Bible, you know, why Jesus, why pray, you know, what about the church? And then a discussion group in which we enable people to talk without being given answers, which is a key part mm -hmm. uh, of this. So there's no pressure, and not only is there no pressure, it's very postmodern mm -hmm. in the view that, you know, we, we'd like to hear what your views are. Mm -hmm. The reason being that Alpha takes people on a journey. Mm -hmm. And as they learn in this journey, so they get to a stage where they see faith, are filled with the Spirit of God, um, and want to live their lives in a very different way. And we have seen just the most remarkable uh, evidence of it, whether it's in hardened, hardened criminals uh, in our prison system, mm -hmm. coming to faith and bringing the people with them, whether it's the rich or the poor, the educated, the uneducated, um, in this country and other countries, 29 million people have been through the course. Mm -hmm. And it is a work of God. I mean, people say, oh, well, you're very good at marketing, etc. Well, I know many Christian organizations are very good at marketing. Mm -hmm. um, it, that isn't the test. You know, some of them fail, some of them don't. Mm -hmm. But this, I do think, is just tapped into uh, a way of sharing the good news of Jesus in a very sort of relaxed way mm -hmm. with people who are seeking... Mm -hmm. uh, to go on this on on a journey and finding Jesus on the journey. Mm -hmm. So uh, that is, and one of its greatest uh, strength, I think, is it's totally non-denominational. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You have many people that are Catholics and Baptists and Anglicans and Pentecostals all coming together mm -hmm. uh, without any sort of uh, distinctions or or, uh, or feelings of unease, and that's just typical of a generation. Right. Yeah, I, if you haven't seen particularly to the people that are listening in, if you haven't seen the the new Alpha film series, that's pretty recent, right? Like I, I it's just not, just not. Yeah, it's you, brilliant because it, it's it shot amazing. all over the world. Yeah, yeah it's take. it's so well done. And the thing I want to encourage leaders who are listening in, so don't miss this. So Alpha has is literally born out of a culture where. Um, a lot of the communities we're in are heading towards a, a, a post-Christian, uh, post-religious culture, really still spiritual, uh, but really in a post-Christian, post-religious environment. And it's asking, I think it's, it's very well done, it's high quality, and it's doing it in a way that we have to learn how to communicate with. The assumptions that, you know, are really a bygone era of like this kind of assumed um, kind of Christian understanding um, we have to get over communicating like that. We've got to communicate in a way that people, um, you know, who don't have any understanding of Scripture or very little understanding of Scripture um, can ultimately see Jesus more clearly. And that's what I, you know, what's what I love about um, Alpha and particularly the new film series, I think is so well done. It's so high quality. I, the thing I love about, um, you know, Alpha, and it could be maybe because of the British roots, I do feel like if it came out of like, and I'm going to kick my friends in like Nashville, Tennessee, if it came out of Nashville, Tennessee, Man, it would be like people would be ranting and raving about it and like making this huge deal and like it would be. But then there's this there's this British, um, you know, I think cultural humility where it's like, well, you know, 29 million people have gone through that. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. Like, that's, that's incredible. So, um, you know, You're I just very kind and it's, a, it's hugely helpful, particularly uh, for a modern generation. If you're absolutely. struggling with people, young people leaving the church. Mm -hmm. This I don't know any other tool that, and it's a tool. There are many others. I mean, right. that that is as effective 
as drawing them back in as alpha is. Now, the current, the switch to, or I don't know if it's a switch, but the kind of the change on the most recent kind of film series, what was some of the thinking behind that? Because it does seem, it's been a while, frankly, since I'd looked in on Alpha's resources, and this most recent version of it uh, just seems, um, you know, it just, it's, it's different. It has a different kind of feel to it. But what, what drove that? Well, what drove that is that we've got, in order to stay ahead of, of, of the curve, we have an, a continuing innovation process mm -hmm. uh, of innovating and changing. And we've realized that, particularly for a younger generation, actually having a talking head for 35 minutes, yeah. you know, explaining some aspect of the gospel is great uh, if you're already there, but it doesn't really entice those who are not. Mm -hmm. So we reformatted this whole thing by showing firstly the global nature mm -hmm. and the cultural diversity mm -hmm. of, of, of the people who have been on Alpha. So we have to travel around the world. Mm -hmm. And it's written in docu-style. It's a conversational style. Mm -hmm. Still with, with you know, works from, from Nicky Gumbel and mm -hmm. his words in there, but much more what people would be used to watching if they were watching a documentary. Mm -hmm. So it, it again produces a very relaxed atmosphere. Mm -hmm. But the truths are all the same, and mm -hmm. the truths are the ones that this vehicle is enabling uh, people to to get at in a very modern way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, changing gears uh, a little bit, I um, you know I want to hear a little bit about your most recent book. So you've wrote this book. Uh, it's called Know Your Why: Finding and Fulfilling Your Calling in Life. Um, why did you write this book? What, what was kind of motivating you to say, hey, I want to take, sit down. Yeah, it's a lot of work to pull together, you know, 60,000 words uh, to make it work. What was, it, what was it that drove you to write this book? Well, I think of all the questions, and I spent, you know, in the last oh, 40 years or so, um, the mentoring younger people, mentoring people in the church, the one question more than any other question, and particularly intensively in the last seven years or so, mm -hmm. that has come up is, you know, you know what am I doing? Mm. You know, what, is, what is unique about what my calling is in life? Is there such a thing as calling? Mm. Or do I just muddle on? And the reason for that is that we are, whereas I would have had one, maybe two jobs in the rest of in my life when I first started working, mm -hmm. um, no self-respecting millennial would, um, <laughs> would 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 think of anything other than you know sort of a half a dozen to a dozen. Right. So that means one has to really understand what what it is that that you're made of, why God has called you to a season and to enjoy that season, mm -hmm. and at the same time to be prepared at the right time to move into another season of life. Mm. So it's this 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 desire for purpose, for meaning and change meaning within a changing and very rapidly changing workplace that has created a lot of stress and anxiety. Hmm. But when you gra grasp this, that you're loved, you're known, and you're called, it's mm. the basis upon which judgments are made. Mm -hmm. There's an incredible sort of flow and freedom and flourishing mm -hmm. of life, which previously had been really rather depressing. So that's why I know your why is... Uh, is, is on the bookshelves now, which I'm hmm. very grateful for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I haven't had a chance. I literally just got my hands on a copy yesterday. I haven't had a chance to read it. I thumbed through it, and it it looks amazing. It looks like a great tool, I think, for church leaders who, 
you know, as they're engaging with their people, trying to help again, um, you know, communicate as you're saying around what are people's purpose and identity in life. Um, you know, I think it could be a great tool for folks. Um, it's a great time of year. People are looking for Christmas gifts. So, you know, it could be a great, <laughs> you know. Well, you, start, you start preparing for Christmas quite early. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Uh, I think it's one of the things also to say is yep. that, yes, it is true that it's an individual to know, our, know my why is an important bit. But we need to realize that worldwide, our country is no different, and I dare say the same as yours. Mm -hmm. There is an identity crisis about what it is that we are, as a society, trying to achieve. Right. And therefore, it is true of a, of a citizen as it is of a community, of a church, of a city, and of a country. Mm -hmm. Know your why. Uh, is this desire and for identity mm -hmm. is a essential brick uh, in 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 what I believe God is building for us to help our countrymen understand um, that you can know your why there is a God mm -hmm. who is able to help us on that journey. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, kind of as we wrap up, you know, I I would uh, love to hear from you if you have a, a very you know a global perspective. Obviously, through Alpha, you you know you have a an opportunity to interact with leaders all over the world. What would you say to you know some church leaders in North America as we're trying to serve our culture, as we're trying to reach the people that God has put you know in our communities? What what advice or what counsel would you give to us as we um, try to wrestle with those issues in our part of the world? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't presume to be able to give you very much, um, but an observance just from where we are, two things. The first is that your younger, uh, uh, your young adults, your young people in their 20s coming into the workplace are drifting away at a rate that is perfectly alarming. Mm -hmm. If our alpha statistics are true, mm -hmm. We've experienced this, but probably maybe 10 or 15 years before you. Right. Previously, Alpha didn't, didn't take off in the U.S. It is now mm -hmm. because it was seen to be, a, um, you know, a, a, we were all Christians. So why do you want an evangelistic cause to mm -hmm. see people come to Christ? Mm -hmm. And it's taking off now because many of the churches are realizing that this is what is happening. People are drifting from the faith, mm. have no faith, and the nuns are growing. Mm -hmm. generation that is not educated in mm -hmm. the church or the Bible. So that's very important uh, to just recognize some of the experience we've had in mm -hmm. the secularization process. Mm -hmm. The second is, it's profoundly serious for the world if America loses its confidence in the gospel. Mm -hmm. That is really, really challenging. Well, Ken, I appreciate that. I appreciate that word. I appreciate you, you know, being on today and, and, you know, just the work that you do. I just want to say thank you for your, um, you know, the support that you've given to Alpha over the years, the difference it's made in so many people's lives, the way it's helped so many churches. Um, and, you know, appreciate that you're continuing as an organization, continuing to push to the future and say, hey, Yet, you know, we, it worked great 15, 20 years ago, but we've got to reinvent this. We've got to think about the future. We've got to reach uh, new folks, and I appreciate that. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, you know, learn more about your book or in touch with Alpha, how can they do that? What's the best way for them to do those things? Well, the two ways, you know, is clearly buy the book, um, Amazon or Barnes & Noble or mm -hmm. whatever bookstores that, that, that they're close to, mm -hmm. um, which would, would be the first place. The second would be godatwork.org.uk. Mm -hmm. Um, or the Know Your Why uh, Facebook and website that that they can have, they that they can access. 
And you know, for those who are searching for their why, uh, find your why, know your why, and when you've found it, help others to find theirs. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary. <laughs>